All right, we got here Sebastian Rusk, founder of Podcast Launch Lab, author, speaker. We got the privilege of being able to see him speak in Tampa. That's where we met. We had a dinner the night before the event. Super excited for this one. You are a prevalent podcaster. What's going on, man? Everything, everything. Thanks for having me. Great to see you guys again. You as well, brother. So so fill us in. For, for those that haven't heard your story, it's pretty compelling. Um, let's do a little bit more of the shortened version. We got to hear the, the longer version, but we want to hear a little bit more about your story and what got you to where you are today. Well, my story with, with what I'm working on right now started about 12 years ago. I lost everything in the recession in 2008, moved back to Miami from Southern California and knew that I wanted to build a brand that was sustainable and people would invest in not only the company, but they would invest in me as well. 2008, 2010, pretty dark times. I think that happened for a lot of people. And in 2010, I had more of an awakening moment where I knew I needed to do something. It was that internal desire that kind of gave me a nudge to say, hey, you need to do something here. So I wanted to go see Tony Robbins. So I called my friend up that worked for Tony Robbins at the time. And she filled me in on all the details on what the upcoming Unleash the Power Within event in Long Beach, California was all about. It was that I was, I talked to her in like March. This was happening in like July. I had no idea how I was going to get there, but she gives me all the details and then calls me back an hour later and says, Hey, I, I totally forgot that my best friend lives on Miami Beach and she's part of Tony's core team of six people. I definitely worth an introduction. Are you open to it? I said, absolutely. So I connect with this individual and we chatted a few times during the week before we met up that Friday and I had sent her a video that I shot on my laptop. It was a terrible grainy video, low definition. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And I had shot a video for my consulting business that I was working on at the moment. And she loved it. She was like, this is fantastic. I mean, your energy, how you show up, how you represent yourself. And I didn't see any of this stuff yet because I still hated myself at the time, but I had the burning desire to figure out what was next for me. So we met up that Friday and I'll never forget it. We were sitting on ocean drive on South beach, uh, not the, you know, not, not an ideal local spot, if you will, at TGI Fridays. And she looks up at me and she says, so what's next? And I said, I don't know. And she looked at me and she goes, that is a problem. And that's the PG version of what she said to me. And these were my offended days. So the first thing I'm thinking is who in the world does this girl think she is telling me what I'm doing with my life is a problem. And I said, you know, listen, this, this, this individual works for Tony Robbins is extremely successful and is the polar opposite of where you're at right now. You should probably, you know, tune in a little bit and listen. So I asked her, I said, what do you mean by that? And she said, Sebastian, who's missing out because you're not showing up. And I thought, whoa, wow. Maybe I do have a gift. Maybe I do have a talent. Maybe I do. Maybe there's a reason that I've got this awakening desire to figure this thing out again. By Monday, I had conceptualized a name called Social Buzz TV out of the conversation with her right after that. And I sent it to a freelancer and they came back with what would become the logo for Social Buzz TV. So I started running around town, no car, no money. I had a bus pass and a skateboard though. And then I started wearing bow ties one day. So I'm taking the bus, stashing my skateboard in the bushes, going into an event and saying, hey, listen, guys, if you just let me in, I'll put together a video with my flip cam here. I'll give it to you for free. Just tell everybody about me. No one says no to the guy with a bow tie and a camera. So, of course, they would let me in. And eventually I thought, well, maybe I can start hosting my own networking events. 
So I would go to a local restaurant around and go to Morton's and Fleming's and everybody kind of knows everybody for the events and meeting plannings in these places. So it made it easy for me to go in and develop relationships. So I started doing my networking events on my own. And then I would bring people back the very next day to the room upstairs and we would host a social media boot camp. And then from there, people would say, Hey, listen, I've been to your event. I met you in an event. I came to your social media boot camp. Maybe you can help me out with my digital strategy. And then that's when the social buzz. A TV agency was born. It was late 2000, early 2011. And right around that time, I got met a guy by the name of Gary Vaynerchuk and Gary and I immediately hit it off. He was a wine guy at the time. No one knew who he was. I saw the potential and his unique gift and being able to predict what was next. And I read his first book, crush it. And that completely changed everything for me because I had now been empowered by my friend that I met works with Tony Robbins. And then I, and then I was able to you know, sell a business off the ground. Essentially, I went from broke to at least being able to pay my bills. I went from no car to at least a rust bucket, or I don't know it was a scooter from a scooter and then a rust bucket and then back to a scooter. And so I knew that I was gaining some traction here and I continued to build social buzz TV. I became a speaker. Gary was an incredible mentor and impact in my life. I had the opportunity to sit down and meet him for the first time when his second book, Thank You Economy, came out and it happened to have a book signing right around the corner from my house. So I was able to build social buzz TV into a six figure business and become a speaker. And I wrote my first book, social media sucks. If you don't understand it in right around that same time, 2013, 2014, and then 2016 rolls around. And I realized, you know what? I hate what I'm doing. I love to speak. The platform is home for me. I was born for this. I love to, I don't know if I'd say I love to write books, but it's my responsibility to write them. But this social media work, I don't want to do this because everyone and their brother is starting to do this work and I'm not everyone and their brother. I'm Sebastian Rusk. I am a category of one. I've been tapped out for greatness and to do great things in this world and share my gift with other people. We've got to figure this out. And that led me to figuring out Sebastian first then I could go out and figure what was ne- figure out what was next for my business. So in 2016, I went through a life-changing personal development course that radically shook my cage and forced me to do the work I had been avoiding on myself. And th- that work was figuring out how to love myself and take full accountability for my life and everything that happens in it. And on the back of that, at the end of 2016, I had a friend reach out and call me and say, hey, can you help me start a podcast? And the intent is, yet again went up and I said, that's it. Uh, This is where I'm going to be able to stay in the digital space, maintain my authority as a speaker, author, and storyteller, but really niche down into the area of podcasting because I firmly believe yet another thing I learned from my good friend, Gary V, that we are living in an audio era. We're on an, we're, we're experiencing the audio experience right now on this episode and we'll continue to live. It's a rebirth of the audio era because that happened when radio first came out. There was no television. You would sit around the radio on Saturday evening and listen to whatever programming was available. We do the same thing now. There's less friction. There's less scheduling. It's at our own convenience, and it's through the form of podcasts, et cetera. So I just knew that I had found my lane. I literally have not looked back since 2016, started doing this full-time by 2019. We opened our first studio in early 2020, and then the pandemic hit, and everyone and their brother was starting a podcast. And I've successfully built this thing into a multiple six-figure agency, well on our way to seven figures. And I couldn't be more excited about you know what I get to do on a daily basis, which is leave people different than how I found them. Sometimes it's speaking to them from the stage. Sometimes they read my book. Sometimes I get the opportunity to help them step into a different version of themselves by 
becoming a podcaster. So that's my condensed version. I definitely know it wasn't the the version we gave it influential on here, but I hope that kind of sums things up for you guys. That's that's huge, man. I appreciate that. So over the last 10 years plus, how have you seen podcasting evolve? What what was your initial opinion of podcasting and how has that evolved and and where do you see it today? Where do you see it going as an industry? I knew it was something that's from the second that I had started. I grew up in a radio station. My dad was a DJ for 30 years. I had no oh, wow. desire to follow in his footsteps, but I knew that if I could record my own freaking radio show from my house and then I can have it distributed on Apple and turn it into a podcast and a blog post, I was realizing this stuff in 2010. I discovered a platform called Blog Talk Radio and Blog Talk Radio broke my heart more times than it, than it was of a benefit because it would always, you know, technology, but I knew uh, early yeah. on that. This is, wait a second, I called it an internet radio show. It was called Social Buzz on Air. I mean, that's how I met all these inc- incredible human beings within the digital space that no one knew who they were. I was interviewing Gary in 2012 and talking back and forth with them, you know, via email, like, like nothing. You know, these days, you know, he's a worldwide phenomenon and I don't talk to him as frequently as I'd like to, but his ripple effect still, you know, rocks my world because of the world of audio. In fact, I'm hosting a podcast right now called The Grit Daily Startup show for gritdaily.com. They're a media outlet out of New York. That was a personal introduction from Gary to the founder of Grit Daily, Jordan French, some four years ago. And we launched that show last year. So it's changed radically. It's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. It's the new radio. It's quickly replacing radio. And I think that Siri, I think that, that maybe Sirius Radio, Satellite Radio has, has does have some shelf life to it because you can't buy a car without being forced to have, have that option. But you can also plug your phone in and have all the options that you already have in the palm of your hand. Yeah. You know why I love you, Sebastian, is because one, I finally found someone that talks faster than I can. And then two, your ability to get a point across in such a beautiful, succinct way in that short amount of time. It's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's, it's eloquent. So th- thank, you. thank you for that. Thank you. My um, now with that, we're talking about the shifting of podcasting. How important is it? Because I know it's a little bit, we're in like this TikTok short form world now. How important is it to have a, a presence on video? And if it's not, how do you grow a podcast outside of just like these catchy video clips that aren't, you know, super mega viral on like the Instagrams and the TikToks of the world. How can you grow a podcast organically elsewhere just through audio? That's a great question. I get asked a lot about video and podcasting. I think that they're not mutually exclusive. I think there's a video component to a podcast that gives a visual component that allows you to create micro content, very important to your daily consistency of, of, of posting content and also marketing the show. But does a viral clip make a podcast go viral? I don't think so. The clip makes the clip go viral. I don't think they give mm-hmm. three rips about, oh, it was, oh, it was a podcast episode. Maybe it's your favorite celebrity or athlete. Sure. But someone just posting a clip on social media, hoping it's going to go viral. First, first of all, hoping that something's going to go viral is a terrible strategy because we just don't know. You can guesstimate where it's at. But I would say the easiest way the most to, to, to grow a podcast is by remaining consistent and making sure that you're sharing at least three to five pieces of micro content per episode on social media with a call to action of, hey, go listen to this episode and follow my guest. Those are the two objectives on there. That allows new people to find the show. And if it goes viral, great. And if it doesn't, great. You know why? Because we're still recording a podcast episode. We're still producing micro content from that episode and we're able to get it out to our audience and community. They're able to share it. And that's how we, then that's how new people find us. But you know, you can, Send the new episodes out to your email list, which you should be building if you have a business, 
you're posting micro content on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, all, all the social media platforms out there. And then maybe YouTube could be a play in there. A lot of people have a misconception that, you know, I take my video of this podcast episode and upload it on YouTube. Someone could find me and this could lead to a gigantic opportunity. While that may be true, YouTube is just not designed for that. And I know that because I've experienced YouTube for the past three years as a creator, which is just a fancy way of saying YouTube pays me to upload content. But I can tell you this, it's the hardest piece of content that I upload through all, all the channels and anything that I do because it takes true grit, thought, planning, filming, editing, production. There's a framework to it. People are going to YouTube for two reasons, to get entertained, to get their questions answered. So to just you know post and pray a podcast episode I don't know, for vanity purposes, sure. If you want to edify yourself and say, hey, the podcast is available. If you want to see the video recording of the podcast, that's available on YouTube. A lot of people use YouTube for shorts as well. Not YouTube shorts like the reels, but like clips. Like Joe Rogan used to have JRE Clips as a completely separate channel with, I don't know, 3 million subscribers. He bailed on all that for the Spotify deal. But clips could work very well because, hey, well, we watched Consistency Wins. It's the name of the show, right? And then we also went and watched some highlights on their clip channel, on their YouTube channel. It, it could work. So is, are, do video podcasts exist? No, I don't think that they do. I think that Spotify is trying to coin the phrase video podcast because it was the first platform to accept video in the form of a podcast and be able to watch the podcast episode. It's a pretty bitch in technology if you think about it. I mean, you're open, but I have never once, and I love Joe Rogan's my favorite podcast after Kill Tony, or no, Kill Tony's probably second, but they're kind of exclusive there. <laughs> Super but, funny. But um, Joe Rogan's podcast, you know, he takes a week to listen to an episode, but never once have I said, you know what? I want to see the guest. You know why? He's probably smoking a blunt or drinking Bud Lights with Post Malone or I, I don't know. I, I, I could assume that's what's taking place in his badass studio. And that's all that, that's the only visual that I'm looking for. Why do we watch things? Because there's something to, to visually follow. And that just is not the case with most podcasts. So I know that's a long winded answer, but I just, I come from the very unpopular opinion in school of, you know, your podcast doesn't have to be on YouTube and there isn't, there's no such thing as a video podcast, but I, again, YouTube's working on this podcast platform. It could be eating my words soon. We'll see. <laughs> well said. Well, I mean, we're, we're always welcome to innovation, right? Like we're, we're excited about that. And one question I want to ask, let, let's go back to, cause our listeners are mainly young entrepreneurs, people that are just getting started or, you know, people that are maybe in stage two that really want to start taking off. And I full heartedly believe that like, a podcast can really change that. That's a really good added layer to your business. If not like the one thing that you should be doing, because it changed our lives for sure. How can we get started, right? How do we get started? Super grassroots, someone that doesn't have a crazy budget, can't break the bank. How do we go about starting a podcast? I literally just uploaded a YouTube, speaking of YouTube, a YouTube short, which is just a clip. It's like their, their TikTok of the best advice that I can give you for starting a podcast. I literally just said this 10 minutes ago. The best advice I can give you for starting a podcast is just get started. That's what, that's the very first step on there. Take out a sheet of paper, start conceptualizing a name. What are you going to talk about on episode one? Who would you like to interview? And then go download the anchor app, which by the way is now Spotify for podcasters. They've absorbed that into the whole Spotify for podcasters world, which is great. It's a free platform. You can create a podcast, record a podcast, post a podcast, market a podcast, assets to market your each episode, all available within Spotify for podcasters. So the best advice I can give you is just get started and make sure that your ideas are valid and get feedback from people who tell you the truth. 
Don't call people and tell you everything's great. Your mom's always going to like your podcast. I promise. Get feedback from people and find out if your idea is valid. Once you start to gain some traction, then it's like, hey, what does it look like to improve the branding a little bit? What does it look like to maybe move from Anchor to, you know, Simplecast or another hosting platform where we get a podcast website and a few other bells and whistles? So you can crawl, walk, run your yourself into the podcast process if you're not quite ready or sure, but you've got to get started. The, the, the number one thing that people struggle with when starting a podcast is actually committing to the actual work that's involved. That's why the podcast launch lab exists is because busy individuals, which is our niche market, busy, successful individuals that understand the power of starting a podcast have no desire to figure it out on their own. Want to expedite that process and we're able to help in the event that that's not you. Then I wrote an entire book on everything we do at the agency that tells you exactly what you need to go from idea to iTunes in 90 days or less to start a podcast. And it covers all everything I know. I completely did a full-blown brain dump into that book. I believe it's my responsibility to write books, create content, and give away my secrets for free. And in the event those secrets aren't something you can get done on your own, nor do you want to go do that, well, then it's worth a you know a conversation. These are all shameless plugs. I'm just embedding I love it. Whole we're going to put all this in the, in the description as well. Yeah. No, we love it. Absolutely. We love it. What, 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 so 2016, you started this, this company. What did your services look like then? And what kind of problems were you solving? How have that, how have those services evolved and, and the problems that you're solving, you know, today more specifically? That's a great day. Yeah, that's a, that's a, it's a really good question. Even though everyone always says that's a really good question. It really is because when I first started, it was a 30 day podcast solution. So my friend called me, I, I don't think she called me. I ran into her at the co-working space that I had just joined and I, oh, I walked her down to her car and I said, you know, you got this internet radio show, whatever the hell that is, you know, there's a better way. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? She goes, I don't know how, why don't you create a course or some solution? I was like, antennas went up. I literally went back up to my desk. I'll never forget it. I usually don't work past 3 p.m. It's just the rule that I have. I'm an early early morning person. So I'm usually done by three or four max every single day. I got to have time for me, but I worked till seven or eight o'clock that night, which is extremely weird. But I was also, I just gotten out of that course. I was like, I'm back. I hadn't worked all year. I went and rented a co-working desk. I was like, we're going to work. So I was kind of fired up by it. Then I met her and I mapped out what would become the podcast launch. It's going to be a 90 day or it's going to be a 30 day podcast launch solution that helps people go from idea to iTunes in 90 days or less by starting a podcast. So 30 day program, it was 2,500 bucks. And then after we got you launched, well, I haven't figured that out yet, but you can probably go find an editor. And I don't know, my job is to get you launched. And the problem with that was, was people would pay 2,500 bucks and we just didn't have enough time within 30 days to get launched. So I was like, you know what, let's turn it into a six month program. And I talked to my best friend and he's, he's the YouTube guy. And Shout out to Owen Video. And he said, um, there's no sense of urgency in six months. Are you crazy? This has got to be a 90-day program that you run people through. And they got 90 days to do it or that's out. That's it. You launch or you don't. I'm like, all right, cool. 90-day program. I think I raised the price to three grand and it was 90 days. And it was a lot of start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. And then when they would finally launch, they wouldn't continue because I didn't have an ongoing solution there. So in like 2019, I raised the price to $5,000, huge jump for me. I'm like, this is terrifying. It is not flying off the shelves at $3,000. What makes me think it's going to fly off the shelves at $5,000? I, actually, I remember the phone call I got. My buddy, Tony Grebmeyer, the incredible mentor of mine, randomly called me on Facebook Messenger. Guy doesn't need to call me randomly other than to check in. And he said, how are things going with the podcast company? And I said, they're going great. 
And he said, how much are you selling the program for? I said, 3000. He goes, you need to raise it to 5000 today. And that's when I was like, Tony, are you crazy? This thing's not even flying off the shelves at 3000. He goes, what you need to understand is that if you raise the price to $5,000, you will start attracting people that have no problem paying $5,000 and that understand the value in investing in somebody like you and your solution. I raised the price there. I had not looked back and I've, I had continued to, to, to raise the price about every year. Went from then, went to 6,000. It was at 6,000 for about two years and we had another price increase not too long ago. So the program continues to evolve with the demand for it. If the, if the program's flying, it's flying off the shelf and people are signing up, then you need to know that you, you, you know, you need to understand your worth, number one, and where it's at. So the, thankfully, the pricing structure has continued to increase and the quality of people we get a, a, the opportunity to work with has definitely increased. But what changed the most was at the end of 2021, my good friend and past client, Doug Mitchell, who trains, trains, creates and trains sales teams for brands goes in and says, Hey, we'll put together your whole sales force. We'll train them. And we'll get out there and actually sell your product to guys a total badass launched a podcast called building great sales teams. And I, we, we helped him launch. And at that time, it was a launch program, 90 days or less, and an option to stick around with us month to month if you wanted to. And he said, I don't want to tell you how to run your business, but I'm your customer right now. And I'm telling you the amount of money that I just forked over to just get my podcast launched or to understand the process was worth every single penny with no episodes involved with the launch program. So if, if I was you, I would not provide any episodes for the launch program, they pay for the strategy, your process, the entire coaching, all of that. And then when they start recording, they start getting billed monthly for a minimum of 12 months. You lock them into a contract. I'm the first one that's going to do this. You're going to lock me into the contract. I firmly believe this is the way the program should be forever. And he radically, radically changed how we do business here. And I've literally not looked back. I thank him profusely. He thankfully now has an incredible team in-house in South Texas that facilitates all the production, which happens a lot. After our program's done, we transition somebody in-house to do it. But yeah, that was a long-winded, how has the program changed? But it's fun to go back, you know, take a quick trip down memory lane to see how far, you know, we've come. And it still feels like we're just getting started. Oh man, that, that's amazing. Cause like the great thing about being in the information or consulting business is that like, as you experience new challenges yourself, you can then create products around that and create solutions around that as well. And then I say it all the time. Fulfillment is the best form of marketing is the best business strategy overall. Because if you're really focusing on a quality customer experience and really driving home value, now you're able to then create that ongoing model after and they, they were happy to pay you. Right. And then it changes the whole business model because now you have recurring revenue coming in. You're not angsty to go get new clients immediately. You're just focused on keeping your clients. So that's awesome, brother. I, I appreciate you. I, I know we're on a deadline here. So I know we only got a couple more minutes left before you hop into this meeting, but tell us a little bit more about anything that you want to leave our listeners with. And then lastly, this is the consistency wins podcast. So how can our listeners follow you and what does consistency mean to you? There's a lot of questions. I know, I know. I said a lot of questions and I botched one of them actually. So the first yeah. one, the first one was what, what advice can I leave you? Can I leave your listeners with? That's easy. If you've had an inclination, a nudge, someone's told you, you randomly saw something, whatever the case may be about starting a podcast, that is all the information that you need to at least just get started. It goes back to the original thing. The question that I was posed in 2010 with my friend that worked for Tony Robbins still does to this day, by the way. And that was who's missing out 
because you're not showing up. Who's missing out because you're not a podcaster? Who's missing out because you're not having conversations and building new relationships with people you could do business with? Who on your team and your company is missing out because you don't have a podcast to leverage new relationships, to get in front of people that you wouldn't ordinarily be able to get in front of if you didn't have a podcast? That's what you need to think about and ponder. Who's missing out? This has nothing to do with us, has nothing to do with you, and everything to do with what we get to do to bring our message and content to the world. Podcasting is an incredible vehicle to be able to do it. You got two options. You can start it on, you can start a podcast on your own, read my book, do what it says, go to my YouTube channel, download the pod, Spotify for Podcasters app and just get started. Or you can schedule a call with myself or somebody on my team and we can chat about what's possible and see if you're a fit for our launch program. And the, the link will be available in the description of this podcast episode, but to schedule a call, it takes you right to our calendar is podcast launchlabnow.com. That's podcastlaunchlabnow.com. I'm happy to chat with anybody for 10, 15 minutes and find out you know what's possible. But again, who's missing out because you're not showing up when you already have that inclination? You already know what you need to be doing. You already are convinced. You've already sold yourself. It's just a matter of getting started. And what does consistency mean to me? That means showing up every single fucking day when you don't want to do it. That's what consistency is. This morning I got up. I was like, ah, lower back's a little sore. Oh, it's St. Patty's Day. We're going to drink some Guinness later. Easy Friday. And I looked at myself and I go, you're also working out today, motherfucker. That's what's going on. And I went out and I walked and I got back and I was a little warmed up. And I said, hey, maybe that was enough. I went on a walk and then I looked at my Peloton and I said, get on the bike, bitch. And that's exactly what I do. when I get done, what's that feeling when we get done working out? It's the best. We can't seem to remember it before we get started, but that's what consistency means. Showing up when you don't want to show up. Standard over feelings. Yeah, Standard man. over feelings. I love it. Yeah, man. Boom. Well, thank you so much, Sebastian, for bringing the energy as it's I know you always pleasure. would. Great to see you again, brother. And we are looking forward to actually being on your podcast soon enough. Have a great rest of your day, man. And God bless. Thanks, guys.